is amazing. Oh oh eh oh oh eh oh oh. This love is amazing. Hello and welcome to the Flow Podcast. Uh, today I am joined by Gary Smith, who is our brand new, super shiny Message Wales director. Hi, Gary. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. That's actually the best introduction I've ever had. I haven't been called super and shiny for many years. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> so, um, doesn't sound like you've got much of a Welsh accent there. So, just uh, we'll come and talk on a little bit about Ignite and uh, about what the connection is with sure. Message. But just let us know how you ended up in Wales. Okay, so I was born in Leeds and um, I went um, in my late 20s, went to work for the Boys Brigade. As one of their uh, national workers, worked in East Anglia, worked in their headquarters in Hertfordshire. Met a mate who also worked for the Boys Brigade called Nigel James. Uh, we really connected, had a real shared passion. And uh, uh, we looked uh, to set up a ministry together. Um, I was single. Um, he was married with kids and he lived in Wales. So uh, I moved to Wales and I've been there ever since. So uh, 20 odd years now. Fantastic. And obviously, I was just said about Ignite. So you've been running this charity, Ignite, for over over most of that period of time, haven't you? Yeah. So twenty, uh, almost twenty years ago, yeah. um, we set up um, a, a charitable trust called Big Ideas, um, which uh, existed to explore relevant ways of communicating the Christian faith, just sharing the gospel with as many kids as we could. And then we developed a project called Ignite, which was about. Um, releasing a new generation of radical disciples that took off so much that people used to call us ignite and not big ideas anymore so we changed in our name and everybody's known as the as ignite probably for the last 15 years or so fantastic and just tell us a little bit about what night have been doing then obviously you wanting to kind of reach young people and disciple them what does that look like on a kind of day-to-day basis practical basis well of course it's changed um you know year in year out but our, our essential heart has been preaching the gospel expected to see a response and then um ensuring those young people uh were discipled so my story and in fact Nigel's story was the the time when we may became Christians and the time that we gave the lordship of our lives really to Jesus were years and years apart and we realized it didn't need to be like that there are wasted years if we could get kids to be fully focused on Jesus every part of their lives to Jesus from the get-go then they'd have just great lives and and the kingdom would be so much more effective so um so for us, we developed this six-point discipleship initi- initiative, which we encourage young people to live their lives by. And we just spent every hour of the day developing ideas and resources and packages and events that would support young people in the decisions that they made. We just realized that they were the best generation to reach this generation. And so it was about making that happen. So, um, And that's taken us all, all sorts of interesting journeys over the years, um, you know, as well as all the stuff we do, in, uh, we've done in Wales, we suddenly found by really an act of God, we got this incredibly diverse work in India with thousands and thousands of kids involved in Ignite programs. And um, we got, we're building churches there. We've got a school there for Dalit children. We've got a children's home. We look after a leprosy colony. Then we found out we'd got this young guy who was passionate to do some work with uh, Ignite in Liberia, in Africa. I didn't even know where it was. Uh, we've now got more young people involved in Ignite in Liberia than we ever have 
in the UK. And it's one of the biggest youth organisations in that nation that's recovering still from civil war. And, uh, you know, stuff like that is never about great ideas you've sat and had in your office or uh, while you've been laid in the bath. That's all God-breathed, you know. And we've just kind of helped to fan the flame of that stuff, really. Yeah, and you've had connections with the message for a very long time, haven't you? Yeah, well, one of the things that we found out we we were pretty good at was actually putting events on and and looking after people and promoting stuff, all sorts of stuff like that. And um, I remember coming to see Andy Hawthorne many years ago, and my heart was I was trying to persuade him, could I persuade him to do an event in Cardiff? And at the time that Met the, the, the Worldwide Message Tribe just didn't do anything outside of Manchester so I can pray about it if I can get him so I walk into his office and I say Andy and he said right before we go any further yes we'll do a gig in Cardiff <laughs> I was like okay and he said but here's what I want you to do I want you to organise for us our first ever UK tour so I put together the first ever tour for them and uh, booked all the dates and um, we, we set up all the, uh, the pre-publicity stuff. We did all the, we trained everybody in follow-up and then I went on the road with them. I was the road manager, looked after all the production. And so, yeah, so from, from the get-go, Andy and I were literally on the road together and have been mates and partners in ministry ever since, really, on and off. Absolutely. And as you just talking about Ignite and the work of Ignite, anyone who knows anything about the message is going to say that sounds the same as the message, what that what the message has been doing in Manchester and now across the nation. So probably not a massive surprise that we're wanting to work together even more closely. Yeah, I mean, I think we've had um, we've had same heart, um, same mission different methodologies probably and obviously different territories that we've been working in but yeah over the years Andy and I've met on a regular basis um had a meal had a coffee um shared stories shared war wounds and pretty much it's the same stories yeah yeah and the uh, the kind of story of, of of how we're ending up kind of working really closely together and effectively merging uh, as you know igniting into message and becoming sort of one one thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a great story for, for, from our perspective and from yours. So. I remember us sitting in a, an exec meeting, uh, just chatting about the nation and how we're going to reach the nation, and said, "Oh, you know, if we ever did anything in Wales, you know, Gary Smith's the guy we'd want to do that with." And then the next day, uh, literally, the literally next day. the next day, you you spoke to Andy, didn't you? Yeah. So so what had happened was uh, my parents still live in the north of England. I come to visit them, and um, I suddenly thought, well. Perhaps I should see if Andy's about and, and grab a coffee with him, just one of our kind of infrequent catch-ups. And, uh, and, and he was, and which is a miracle in itself, and I came over and had a coffee with him. And we were literally just chatting as we normally do, and I just felt God say to me, ask him what he's doing in Wales and give him the business. No, it's not a business, of course, but you understand what I mean. So we sat there and I said, what are you doing in Wales, mate? And he said, oh, well, we'd really like to do something in Wales, but, you know, who knows what would happen. And I said, what if we did it together? And he got really animated and I got excited and we knew it was of the Lord. And I was completely shocked I'd even said it. I, I knew I had to say it, but I hadn't pl- come to plan to say it. And, of course, the whole story trickled out over the next few weeks about how you as an executive said we need to do something in Wales. Literally the next day, mm. I was there saying we should do it together. And so very quickly after that, a few weeks after that, Andy and I sat together. We looked at all the complexities of bringing organizations and staff and plans and programs and premises and all. And we said, like, forget all that. Are we going to get it done? And he was like, yes. 
And I said, we, we, we said, we both believe the Lord's in it. Let's just get it done. So we've fast-tracked everything. Um, and here we are, you know, September, launching Message Wales. Absolutely. So 24th of September, that's right, isn't it? Yep. So Thursday night. Uh, if you're anywhere near the south part of Wales, anywhere in Wales, or any part of that country, any other part of the country, and you can get there, then do come along. It's going to be a fantastic evening. So the 24th is, uh, you'd need to get in contact with our office and say... Get me a ticket and yeah. we could sort that out. The 25th is our um, launch for youth leaders and young people. We're preaching the gospel. We're going to have uh, Brightline. We're going to have um, uh, uh, 1224. Andy's going to be there. I'm going to be there. We're going to be really ramping it all up. Just preaching the gospel and doing what I think we do best, uh, as well as launching Message Wales. Fantastic. And sort of going forward, obviously, we're going to be working together and doing loads of stuff. So the, obviously, the idea is the message do all these different things, working in prisons, working with young people in schools, um, Eden, all these things. Some of those that you're already doing. So you've already got something that looks very much like Eden, haven't you? Yeah. Um, and uh, kind of wanting to to roll out Edens across uh, across Wales. Um, what other programs what other, what other kind of dreams have you got for, so, for what it's going yeah, to look like okay so uh, uh, our the program that we had the incarnational uh, program that we have is, is transitioned to, into an Eden project so we'll be setting off in, in September with an Eden project already up and running we're actually um, ab- advertising and interviewing for the team leader right now so we kind of hope that that's going to be up and running and away by Christmas team full onto the second team. We're going to launch at least one team a year for the foreseeable future. We've got a plan to have an Eden bus. We're going to be doing creative missions in schools and prisons with bands. We've already got a schools worker starts in September as well. Um, we're looking at what enterprise looks like in Wales. So it's a really interesting dynamic. We look at all the similarities of what's going on up in the northwest, but then recognise that, for instance, in whole areas of the valleys, um, and some areas of, of, of South Wales, we've got young people who are generationally unemployed. What I mean is maybe their granddad was the last person who had a salary and uh, he was made redundant as 51-year-old minor and nobody in the family's worked since. How do we reach out to those guys as well as the ex-offenders and all the other people that the message is so great at? So, so and Enterprise will be coming as well. Um, as you said, prisons work. Um, we've got a a big young offenders institution in South Wales that we're, um, we're, we're wanting to partner with. So there's no lack of opportunity, never has been. Mm. Um, it's all about getting the right people in the right place at the right time and seeing what our fantastic King Jesus can do uh, when they just have a surrendered heart. Fantastic. And so just give us some prayer requests. So people listen to this podcast are listening because they want to find out what's going on. And we have people praying for sure. the work of what we're doing here. Yeah. So there's sort of some specific things people can be praying into for, for message. Yeah. So, I mean, for us, obviously, like prayer, prayer is the main event. You know, we need to be people uh, praying for this thing. We're not going to do it without we have a bunch of people that are, are praying for us, you know, Um but obviously, the challenges are all, always around resources. It's about having great people. We want the best people to commit their lives to actually reach young people in Wales. It's about having um, the right um, amount of money. You know, Wales is, is one of the poorest areas of the UK. 
and uh, we need to bring significant uh, income in to actually make this happen. And it's a, it's about just having the right right resources in the right place. So that they're the key things for us. And we just you know we just want to feel like not we're a bunch of well resourced individuals. We're trying to usher in a, a movement into Wales now, so that it, it's much more than just a, you know having a great office in South Wales where a bunch of ministry is going to run out. It needs to feel like um, there's a movement um, going right through the nation. Fantastic. And if you're listening to that and thinking, wow, I could be part of that, then just get in contact with us here at The Message and we'll put you in contact with, with Gary. And and if you can be an answer to one of those prayers and help resource what's going on there, then you know, go to the website. You can make a donation. Stick Message Wales on there. We'll make sure it goes make that Make sure way. it says Wales on it. That's yeah. the key thing. Any donations now? For, <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, it's all to Wales now. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, th- well, thanks so much, Gary, for joining us and just sharing your kind of your heart. Really, it's great. You, you clearly, got so much passion for for, for Wales, and I'm absolutely sure God's going to do some amazing things there. Thanks so much. Thanks, for Ian. Us. Thank, Thank you, you, mate. So I'm now joined by uh, Andy, who uh, always comes on the podcast, don't you, Andy, and shares some great stories about all the stuff that's been going on. Yeah. So I'm expectant of some good things here, Andy. Well, okay. I'll do my best, yeah. So Gary's uh, Gary started us off well. So uh, so yeah, lots of things have been happening since last time uh, we spoke. Um, so we had a great prayer meeting for Hyde, didn't we, a few weeks back? And uh, it was just a fantastic evening, was it, people getting together to pray? Yes, we did. We uh, A bunch of us got together at King's Church in the centre of Manchester and... Uh, God likes this higher thing. That's how I think. And when we pray about it, we feel such faith. I think one of the um, one of the most exciting things was right at the end of the evening, a young uh, youth leader girl got up and said she really felt she uh, she'd heard the Lord during the prayer meeting, and she'd seen a picture. Actually, she said as we prayed and worshipped of a wave coming over Manchester, and she gave details about this wave. And it was exactly the same picture that had been given twice at a prayer meeting two weeks ago in that same venue. There was a United prayer meeting at King's Church. And we just felt such faith that Ohio is going to be part of a wave of blessing over Manchester and a wave of young people being carried into the kingdom. Is there anything more exciting than that? Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? It was a special moment. And one of the cool things about that is uh, even just a few days later, we had Paul Lloyd um, from Victory Outreach coming to our prayer day. And actually, he was one of the people that had been given yes. that picture as well. Yes, he did. Paul Lloyd's the business. Yeah. And we love Victory Outreach. And uh, there's a great growing partnership with Victory. I mean, they are a ministry that will take anybody, no matter how broken, no matter how addicted, no matter how hurting, and they'll open their community and open their homes in the centre of Manchester. And we've got um, several people now joined us who work in our Message Enterprise Centre who are ex-offenders who have done 18 months or two years in victory, are clean from drugs and met Jesus. But even that, coming from that strong sense of community and support into the, you know, quote, real world, can be a massive jump for people. So to have us waiting for them when they leave the Victory programme and uh, we can give them a job and a home and support in the community. That's just a a beautiful thing. So we love Victory. And Paul Lloyd is the business, literally one of the best communicators I've ever heard. And uh, it's all there on the podcast, all for free. So don't miss that one. And I think there's something for everyone, you know, for our new Christians who've been saved in prison right through to those of us who've been Christians for decades. There was some real meat there. So beautiful talk. It's all there. And a great prayer day as well. In fact, one of our best, I thought. 
Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? And the thing I loved about Paul's, uh, uh, when he was preaching, he shared his own testimony, which is just hugely inspiring yeah. anyway, but also went on to talk about, obviously, the work that they do. And one of the most amazing things is just the fruit of their ministry and the guys that, you, as you say, that are actually working here are just quality people, aren't they? Like, yeah. just doing really well and yeah. so servant-hearted. And it's a really beautiful thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't know, God seems to be drawing us more and more to to people who are whose lives are utterly shattered. Last week I I met a guy on the streets and the pavement, a heroin addicts, just crying out to Jesus. I'm praying a salvation prayer with somebody like that. Just the desperate, desperate cry to forgive his sins, give him a fresh start, free him from addictions. And when you do that, you think, wow, this really is the best job in the world. Yeah. And I, I uh, this morning I got a bunch of, you know, I lead a group of young evangelists. I think we've mentioned it before, but, um, and we, we meet together looking at character and spiritual disciplines, but also looking at what kind of gospel we preach to produce lot, the best fruit we can. And uh, But we also encourage one another with emails. Well, wow, this morning, probably the best, perhaps four or five from Lindsay West and Daniel Eduardo, another of our young evangelists and Josh Green, um, amazing stories of kids whose lives are utterly shattered who've met Jesus. And it's easy for evangelists like me to exaggerate, but I would never do that, Ian. <laughs> no. Hundreds of them. It's amazing. And uh, really, really exciting. Yeah. yeah. And that builds faith, doesn't it? Like when you're getting all those texts in, when you're then standing on the stage a few days later and preaching the gospel, it just builds faith yeah. in the team, doesn't it? And so we are we are doing more appeals than ever, you know, inviting people in season, out of season, whether it's a Christian festival or a full-on schools gig or a prison. Mm. We're just inviting people to give their life to Christ. Yeah. And uh, I think some, some uh, context, it seems to have gone out of fashion. It ain't gone out of fashion at the message. And yeah. the, the truth is that I think most churches that are growing fast invite people to give their lives to Christ. Yeah. You know, there is there is this great invitation in the gospel. People have got to decide. And uh, I was reading some C.H. Spurgeon stuff where he, he was saying everybody is either saved or lost. Every person you ever meet. Now, we kind of know that and it can sound cheesy and old fashioned. It's not old fashioned. It is the truth. You either know Christ, you've made a decision to follow Christ, and hey, I'm going to put it out there now on the Flow Podcast. If you're listening to this by some freaky way, somebody's given it to you, or you've just turned up at this on a website somewhere, you're either saved or you're lost. And the only way to be saved is through Christ. But when you bow the knee and truly make him Lord and believe what he did on the cross, you're saved, not just saved in the by and by, you know, I'm going to heaven when I die. You're saved from living small, boring life now save for a purpose of of uh, being fruitful and wow what a gospel eh good amazing, stuff amazing yeah. and we, as you say that you know you've been preaching at some christian festivals and i had the joy of being at new wine last week and after at the end of every meeting they asked for a response and hundreds and hundreds of people are getting saved you yeah. know over over a week which you think is a christian festival full of christians yeah hundreds of people getting saved which is just amazing and and you've been doing the rounds haven't you over the last few weeks at some of these festivals yeah, yeah i have and uh I think Christians are waking up. Maybe this is a good opportunity. I worry sometimes, you know, people turn up at these things thinking they're coming to a music festival and then they find, what's all this worship? What are all these weird Christians doing? But a lot of them actually do come to Christ in the process. So, uh, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been at three, three festivals over the last three weeks. New Wine, 
Uh, I was down at New Wine, which is always, you know, one of my favourite favourite weeks. Feel really at home there. And then I went to a thing called Transform, which is the Salt and Light Conference. And then uh, I was last week. I was at North Break, and again, and again, people coming to Jesus. And what, what's what's exciting as well is to meet lots of our teams at these things. You know, bunches of Eden. Yeah. Uh, young people who've been taken by their leaders to these different conferences because it can be you know so many of the people who who either come on our academy or join our Eden team their story is um the crisis for me came at Soul Survivor or New Wine or some Christian camp or other and I mean there's so many going on yeah it's uh everywhere and they seem to be record numbers around the country so that's exciting too, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I bumped into loads of people who are uh, still part of Eden teams, people who've moved on and moved on to other missionary work in other places. Bumped into so many people when I was in New Wine last week. It was just dead encouraging. Yeah. Loads of people serving on team as well. It's always good, isn't it? Great. So um, we've got some great things coming up in the autumn time, haven't we? We've got loads of different uh, events coming up. Obviously, as I was talking to Gary, Gary earlier on, we've got these uh, events uh, in Wales. But you also spend some time up in Scotland as well, aren't you, in September? Yeah, September and October are all a bit crazy, running around all over the place. In September, I'll be uh, helping Gary out with the launch, of course. And uh, I know Gary's been talking about the different events, and I'll be speaking at most of them over the launch weekend. Then I go up to Scotland, speaking at a couple of churches in Edinburgh and doing some some events up there for our John McIntosh Brown. And then I go to Ireland and then I go to South Africa. So it's, uh, yeah, charging all over the place, lighting fires, but it's good fun. Yeah, and if you kind of want to know what Andy's schedule is, you just go on to the website. We try and keep that up to date. But also just if you follow Andy on Twitter as well, he'll try and remember to uh, tweet where he's at as well. And I need to be better at that. And I'm going <laughs> to this. I was thinking, actually, this this next year, you know, as uh, traveling, well, traveling around the world, you know, I'll be in the States and Canada and couple of trips to South Africa already books in and lots of stuff around the UK. Um, I need all the prayers I can get. And so I will. I am going to get it on Twitter. I know people look on there and on Facebook to to find out what's going on. And, and so many pray for us. I mean, it's so humbling as I go around the com- country and hear people say, I pray for you every day. And I'm like, I don't even know what your name is. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So you can follow Andy at it's um, at Andy H message is uh, your Twitter name, isn't it? So you can follow Andy there. And we've also got an album launch coming up in September as well, which uh, got very few spaces for people to come to. But if you are, if you do want to come, go to the website and you can find out details on that. Um, but yeah, we're doing a worship album. So why, why are we doing a worship album, Andy? We, we're evangelists, aren't we? Yeah. Well, we do well <laughs> because worship and evangelism are the perfect partnership. Yeah. We believe in worship that results in evangelism because if you if you don't get involved in mission you haven't really worshipped because once you truly start to give Jesus his worth you want to tell the whole world about him that's right uh, but but in that context we've got these amazingly talented worship leaders here we do meet every day for worship here at the message and once a month we have this whole day and uh, out of that has come these unbelievable songs Jamie Hill has written some beautiful songs Alistair Metcalf. Uh, you've heard about the phenomena that is Rivers and Robots that's born out of the message. And uh, Christina, out of 1224, writes some beautiful songs. I mean, these are, we think, world-class. And Spring Harvest, too. And so with a partnership with Spring Harvest, we're going to release an album. I think we're going to call it Message in a Bottle because it is the kind of message bottle. That all our worship songs are focusing on Jesus, but the clock's ticking. 
We've got to make him known. And so, yeah, so there is the chance to be part of of the live celebration that will take place. And then at our vision night on November the 21st. That's right. Uh, at Audacious Church, we'll be launching the album, your first chance to get hold of it. Yeah, so definitely come along to uh, to uh, the launch, the, the um, album recording if you can do. So that's uh, begin uh, sort of fourteenth of September, I think it is. Uh, so you can get get details on the website. But yeah, come along to uh, to the vision night. It's always a great night of just encouragement, isn't it? Great testimonies, and you'll be able to sing some of those songs as well. So um, yeah, make sure you book in for that as well. It's going to be a good night, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. We're excited. Yeah. So we love uh, worship brilliant testimonies i'm going to share the vision we 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 really feel as a leadership team it, it's it's time to well go for broke's probably not the right way to put it but to really give it a right good go to win some more souls you know with higher and all that's happening with this these huge youth missions around the country with eden with the international growth so much going on so much potential and this season of open doors god's opening doors left right and center so if you come to the vision night, you'll be the first people to hear about. That's great. And the night before that as well, we're also doing kind of a, a higher sort of ramp up event for young people um, at Audacious again as well. So that's on uh, that's on the Friday night, the 20th. So make sure uh, you kind of let young people know about that event as well. Um, so, yeah, so we've obviously got lots of other things coming up that people will be praying into. Any other particular prayer requests, Andy, that, that people can be praying for you and for us as a as a ministry? Yeah, um, I mean, our big, you can imagine, we need to pray for people and pounds. So we, we've we got probably 20 Eden teams we're in negotiations on. We could probably launch them all in the next year if we had the people. If we had the team, you know, uh, 240 new Eden workers, we could launch them tomorrow and the money, you know, the grant money to work in partnership with local churches. So we need people and pounds for Eden. We need... Uh, People to join us on our academy. We're just about to launch a new academy, which we're hoping for record numbers on, but we always need more. And uh, and we need protection. There's a third P. Satan really doesn't like this. And uh, it's a funny old thing. I don't know where you can get a bit spooky about it, but attacks and difficulty seems to come in seasons. You know, you have an easy season. And I don't know whether you take your foot off the gas in prayer or you do something particularly courageous or see some breakthrough in some and get Satan's attention. But then there comes in a season of attack and uh, we just constantly need to be praying for, for God to just, God wins in the end. Of course he does. But there's a fair few skirmishes go on until the final great uh, victory. And so, yeah, we just pray for prayer, pray for pounds, the money, you know, our, our turnover will probably be over five million pounds this year. Yes, £100,000 a week we've got to see from somewhere. And uh, so much of it is just faith, just believing that God will prompt people. We need hundreds of new workers and we need just a hedge of protection around this ministry so we can get on with, uh, with doing what we're doing. I was at this uh, this conference with, uh, took a couple of our guys to Peterborough, a leaders conference, and we prayed um, there as leaders. And I haven't prayed this prayer for 15 years probably, the prayer of Jabez from um, 1 Chronicles 10 or 2 Chronicles 10. It's in there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I think it's 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles 10, let's say. Well, it's one or the other. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, what a Bible student I am. But anyway, prayer of Jabez. And I was really taken by it afresh. What a beautiful thing to pray. You know, Lord, let your hand be on me. Lord, bless me. 
Lord, enlarge my territory and keep me from harm. Would you play that for the message that God will bless us, not so that we can be a, have our own little bless up and so we can be a blessing. Would you pray that God will enlarge our territory so we can go for the nations? Would you pray that his hand will be upon it? Because the difference doing this in your own strength and when God's hand's on you. And would you pray, God keep us free from harm? You know, we just, uh, we, we are getting the devil's attention doing what we're doing. And that's a good thing. But we need him to back off in Jesus' name. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, Andy. And uh, we we like uh, people uh, reviewing our podcast. It helps us with uh, with our kind of ranking and stuff on iTunes. So if you would uh, go on to uh, iTunes and review uh, the podcast, uh, if you like it, and tweet us, we'll give you a copy of uh, Andy's uh, latest book, which is Here I Am, Send Me. And we can, we'll do that for f- um, the first 10 people who uh, who do a review. So just make sure that you're following us on Twitter, um, at Message Trust, and... Uh, yeah we'll send you a free book and i'll get in contact with you so if you want to do that that'd be great and spread the word you know spread the word about what's happening we we need uh, as the opportunities grow um we need people more people to get on board praying and we hope you find this stuff encouraging you know it's great that i mean our podcast we do a talk to a hundred or a couple of hundred of our team on a tuesday morning and thousands of people all over the world listening so it's really encouraging yeah, it's great. Thanks, Andy. We'll speak to you soon. God bless. Cheers. Cheers. This love is amazing. Oh, oh, eh, oh, oh, eh, oh, oh. This love is amazing. <laughs>